0: Good evening, this is Colonel Reginald Fitzwilliams. Welcome to Gentleman Debate, a program that provides a platform for men of character, both high and low, to discuss and debate topics that range from the most genteel to the utterly horrific, a gathering of both experts in certain circles and those who have just begun to explore the subtleties of intellectual conquest idiots here's the host for your program ethan McNeil, a man of discerning quality and despicable reputation
1: thank you carol and welcome all to gentleman's debate i'm your host ethan and today we have a very interesting topic but first we must include our hosts for today we have cletus And we have Fizzywig. Hello. Before we get into our topic for today, how are you guys doing, my co-hosts? I'm doing
0: good. I always talk about the weather every week, so this week I'm not going to talk about the weather at all. I'm going to just say I'm excited about two things coming up. One is um, Avengers Endgame, because as you know, I'm a geek. I can't wait for that.
1: Uh, Ah, yes, uh, that Disney movie.
0: Yep, that Disney movie, which Fox acquired today. Or, I'm sorry reverse that disney acquired fox today and the other thing is game of thrones is uh ending out the final season so i i can't wait to see what happens there yeah that's that's about it for me uh thank you for having me once again ethan
1: well you're welcome it's it's always nice to have other people here and on to you cletus how are you doing today
2: well today's been pretty good Uh, yesterday was not real great not gonna lie
0: it's the greatest
2: happened what happened, Cletus? Well, I was walking the dog the, the other day, and, uh, old, she, uh, the old, uh, remember what I said, now shit you in the bowl, the bulldog, yeah, I was walking mm-hmm. her the other day, and, I uh, that
0: dog passed.
2: No, he, he's puppy.
0: Oh, I see, I see.
2: You have eight of them. It's quite a, <laughs> it's quite a hassle. You know, and dogs, they breed, they don't, they don't breed one, like us humans, they breed eight.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, anyway,
2: well, anyway, anyway, I was walking the pup, right, and this giant dog comes up and just starts barking and barking and barking, which gets old Betsy, and I don't, we don't, we don't name them, we don't want to get too attached when we sell them, I'm just going to call it <laughs> old Betsy, they're all old Betsy. Are puppies? Where, why do you call them
0: old Betsy if it's a puppy? Shouldn't be young uh,
2: Betsy? Well, I, I, we don't get into that. Well, okay. Anyway, oh, the dog came along barking, and he got him all riled up, and he ran away, and I had to chase chase him down, and when I lost one of the buttons on my overalls.
1: <laughs> oh no, Cletus, oh. You lost one of your buttons yeah. on your overalls. That was, that was terrible. I had That's a horrible been day. One bad day.
0: Uh, hopefully, it's not the button with the suspenders, so your trousers stay uh, upright. You, you're not standing out there with, in the cold with your dog running away with your pants around your ankles, are you,
1: Cletus? Luckily, I still have one button left. Oh, Yo, you still got one button left, huh? Mm-hmm. Well.
2: Yeah. But thems are my favorite drawers.
1: <laughs> it was your favorite drawers? Mm-hmm. I have my own favorite drawers. They're pink, and they got, uh, they're, they got little flowers on them. But, of course. But, anyways. Today, we have a very interesting topic. So... Let us get on to the debate.
0: I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit my opponent's youth and inexperience. I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. You mentioned the Navy, for example, and that we have fewer ships than we did in 1916. Well, Governor, we also have fewer horses and bayonets. That's what this campaign is about. It's not only what's your philosophy and what's your position on issues. But can you get things done? It's time for... A Topic for
1: Debate. Right. Our topic for today is very interesting. It has to do with technological advancements in uh, humankind. Some of them can be very destructive. Some can be very comfortable. So, the topic for today is... What is the most incredible machine? You guys ready to debate? Yes. Yep! Alright, I guess for our first position for today, we'll go with Cletus.
2: Well, so, today's topic is, of course, the most powerful machines, correct? Yep. Yep. That's what we're doing today? Alright. So, the Saturn V rocket, you guys know, I'm sure you guys do, is uh, pretty amazing. It, it was... The rocket to land the first man on the moon and was the rocket that served during the Apollo missions. Now, it's most amazing machines, and this one was pretty amazing. It was one of the strongest rockets in the world. I think it was the second strongest or something like that. It was 333 feet in height, it was 33 feet thick in diameter and it weighed 6,540,000 pounds. That's heavy. That's, that's it, a heavy rock. It could lift 310 pounds in orbit, almost the one of the biggest out of the, all of them, and had 107,000 pounds of
1: thrust. Well, dang. At least, well, it, it is a very heavy machine, but it still cannot lift my muscles. I, well, I actually went and saw shoulder. that.
0: I actually went and saw that um, down in Alabama at the uh, Air and Space Museum. Oh, I, I did too. I
2: did. Yeah, too. I
0: saw one of those Saturn rockets. It, it it's literally you have to. You get tired just walking across the thing.
2: It's pre- it's pretty amazing. I can't mm-hmm. I can't believe it myself. Oh, uh, a few of them actually had uh, had had blown up. Uh, nope, not even yeah, people inside of them.
0: A Saturn V rocket never exploded, huh? It was other rockets, the Saturn fours and the threes and that.
2: Uh, there was only Saturn 1.
0: Oh, oh, I never knew. So it's not like the iPhones. They went right from 1 to 4. They didn't like 3, 4, 5.
2: Yeah, they, they, they got confused.
0: But didn't, you know, every year, didn't they have to release a new rocket so somebody would buy a new one?
2: Well, back, back in the day, it was really only the U- the Soviet Union and the United States buying rockets. Ah. It's, it's not, it's not <laughs> nowadays when you get your choice between SpaceX, Blue Origin, and all them.
1: Ah, yes.
2: Nancy so it companies. was only the
1: communists competing against the capitalists, and we, we, we got to the moon first. Damn dirty communists! <laughs> <laughs> well, well, technically, uh, Cletus, the communists got to the moon first because they rammed the satellite into it. Yeah, I wouldn't call that getting to the moon first. It's kind of just like, hey, I bet you, you, I
2: bet you, I could race to that pole first, and they just shoot it with a gun. Well, oh. well, anyway. <laughs> That's what. That's my position. Better dead than red, Cletus. That's that's what I. That's what my grandpa used to say all the time.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, uh, why don't we go to Fizzywig here and hear his position?
2: Well, of the most
0: incredible machines in the world, I was um, I was looking at an a uh, article of the biggest machines in the world, um, which is interestingengineering.com, and an article from August twelfth, two thousand seventeen. 17 of the biggest machines in the world. And I, and of those, the coolest looking one that I picked, it looks like something out of a, like a sci-fi movie. It's called the giant bucket wheel excavator. And it's, it's the world's second largest machine. It's called the, the bucket wheel excavator bagger 293. I see. And, um, And it was built in Germany by 1995. As, as you know, most, most of the best machines are built in Germany. But it's it's 96 meters tall, uh, 225 meters long, and it weighs um, 14,000 tons.
1: 14,000.
0: Yep. And essentially, it's a it's a it's a excavator. So it you know it digs up dirt, but it, it basically can um, it if you needed it to it could it could dig uh, the Grand Canyon. So that's that's my position. A giant excavator. Well, that's not as cool as a rocket. <laughs> I wish I would have gone first because rockets are cooler than diggers. Hey, now, now, Cletus, who's going to dig your swimming pool? You can't dig a swimming pool.
2: What happens when you put a rocket on the ground and it takes Uh, off?
1: All right, all right,
2: all right. That will dig you a swimming pool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what's Uh, your position, Ethan? Well, I felt I would go back into the history book and feel for probably one of the best weaponry of World War II. Ever. It was probably one of the best. It contributed to absolutely nothing in there. But, despite that, it was the best tank. I'm going with the Bob Semple tank. Made by New Zealand. That was definitely not the best tank. No, no, it was the best. Trust me. Uh, it definitely wasn't. Trust me. This tank originally was just a tractor. Not a big one, no. But, the tractor, they, they, they put some nails on it and, they, and then they put some metal plates on it and then they, they attach some guns to it well anyway um pretty much uh I, i'm going with the bob simple tank
0: the bob simple the- tank so is that s-e-m-p-l-e bob simple yes so why was it called the bob simple t- it was the design because it was it? made
1: by a guy named bob simple
0: bob simple yeah
1: it was uh the U.K., back when it used to control all of uh, Australia as like a puppet state in the whole Commonwealth thing they got going on, they controlled New Zealand and uh, Australia, so they wanted to con- uh, contribute to the war. So they told New Zealand and Australia to develop weapons for them. And then New Zealand came up with the Bob Semple tank. Now,
0: not to call you a liar, but I'm just, I am just just look at Bob Semple here, and it looks like he was a political leader in uh, New Zealand. Yeah. So, did he actually build the tank, or did they just name the tank uh, after him? Kind of like we named um, the latest, uh, I think it was an aircraft carrier, we named the Ronald Reagan.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry, no. It wasn't, never mind, it, it wasn't the guy who made it, but it was like a famous political leader. But, but anyways, uh, they made the Bob Semple tank because it was, it was one of the best uh, contributing to absolutely nothing. But it was the best tank of the time, um, let me tell you. It was literally a tractor. Four, four meters in length, and then uh, three meters in width, and it was about uh, three meters high. But anyway, <clears throat> oh, it was I, a tractor with the metal plates on it, and then they I, put some
0: rifles on it. I, I apologize. Bob Simple, even though he was a political leader, he actually did come up with a tank. Here, I'm going to quote this. Bob Simple stood by his design, even though the idea for this tank was discarded after extreme public ridicule for being the worst designed tank ever. Whoa! And yeah. Bob Semple stated, I don't see anyone else coming up with any better
1: ideas. See, he knew what he was talking about here. Bob Semple, he made this tank, which was basically a tractor. He put some metal plates on it, and he stuck a few rifles on it from World War One. Mm. See, now that's a true tank. It didn't even have a cannon. That's what makes a good tank right there. It was really efficient to make. it. Didn't cost very much. It was made by one of the best countries in the world, New Zealand. And it also is uh, one of the most contributing uh, tanks to laugh at on Reddit. Most of all, it is one of the greatest tanks of all time.
0: It looks like a corrugated cardboard box sitting on top of some treads with some guns sticking out of it.
1: Yeah, see, that's really cheap to make, and it it can last out anything. Nuclear blast, boom, won't touch it.
0: Well, anything that comes out of the New Zealand Ministry of Works is okay in my book. I mean, they, they did make Lord of the Rings down there, so can't be all bad.
1: Actually, I think that was Hollywood. No, no, it
0: was Lord of the Rings was made in New Zealand.
1: No, no, I know, but I think Hollywood made the movie.
0: <clears throat> Let's get on to our arguments.
1: Well, all right, fine. Right, on to uh, arguments. First, we'll go with Cletus, because he was first. Why do you think the space rocket is better than my tank? Why do I think space space rocket? Space rocket, that's what that, alright, alright, sorry.
0: You wanted right. the Saturn V, right, Cletus?
2: Yeah, the space rocket. Uh okay. Well, this here space rocket, I'll tell ya, it's one heck of a rocket. Like I was saying, instead of just being a couple of couple of buffoons uh, smashing some logs together onto a tractor, it's a couple of real smart guys working together for For a long while, and one of them just happens to be a Nazi, but we're not going to talk about that. All that matters is that it took them nine years. Ronald Reagan said they were going to do it, and nine years later, they launched the rocket. doesn't matter if Ronald Reagan died in... Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan? John John F. Kennedy. John F. (laughs) Kennedy said they were going to do it, and... And he's like in 19, 1961. He's like before it takes over we're gonna launch a rocket and the moon, and people are gonna rush, stand on it. And and yeah. Stand it, on get, the stand on,
0: on the, the rocket or the on moon? the on the moon. And
2: ah. and then and oh, then, then he was, and then and then they built this rocket eventually, and then they launched it in 1969 so the people can get in the moon. But unfortunately, John F. Kennedy got shot in 1941.
1: <laughs> um, I, I but, didn't know you were such a history buff, Cletus. Was that, was
2: that right after the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? When uh... no, John F. Kennedy was shot in Texas, November 22nd, 1944. Uh, 1944. Be 1963. Nin- 1964. I mean, there you so. go. <laughs> yes. Long, oh, Sorry, I'm, I'm tired. It's it's late here in whatever okay. state we is. I- Hey, uh,
0: Cletus, I have a question for you. What? Um, What do you say for those people that believe the moon landing was faked? Therefore, there really wasn't a functioning Saturn IV rocket.
2: Uh, Well, Vans ain't as smart as the rest of us.
0: I see. So you're not one of the people that believe that the moon landings were faked. You believe that Neil Armstrong set foot on the moon and the Saturn IV... Took him safely there.
2: Eleven, Saturn 11, Eleven. I mean, Apollo Eleven, Saturn Five, Saturn it's Five hard, is a rocket. It's hard to
0: argue, Cletus, that the Saturn Five rocket was cool, and um, we've all seen the, you know, the the movies of the rocket launchers. But I, I will say the bucket the bucket wheel excavator it still holds the Guinness Book of world record for the heaviest land based vehicle ever constructed by man.
2: How it's heavy how is it?
0: It is fourteen thousand tons.
1: See, why would you need that much of a mass to actually like carry stuff around? That that is so heavy. Why would you need that when you could just uh, produce mass produce my tank way better than that? Well, no. Alright. So I'm glad I just I just, I just nope, nope, hold on here. Listen
2: <laughs> We're interrupting you. each other, Cletus. So the the Seren five, right? How yeah. how heavy is your other thing? Fourteen thousand tons. 25. Mine's only, mine's only 3,000 tons, but does yours blast off in outer space and go to the freaking moon? <laughs> no, but what it does do...
0: is yours, yours kills Nazis? <laughs> it, it, it does not kill Nazis, nor does the Saturn V rocket.
1: But oh, well, you'd be surprised.
0: But, <laughs> so what it does do, it's got multiple applications. It does coal mining. It also does materials handling. It can get lots of materials and, and stack it up for transport, um, okay. and then it, it does something called heap leaching. The the, the bucket excavator, and what heap leaching is, is it it can it basically can construct stacks of crushed iron ore. Um, and uh, actually, this machine is boring. I, I like the Saturn V rocket too.
2: You just de- <laughs> you just described. Hey. My giant diggy, my diet my giant diggy shovel can dig holes. That's what you just said.
0: Well, it, it looks really cool. The, the the bucket wheel excavator, it is just a monstrosity. You know, and and it was used in World War II. It was it was used in um I guess they started manufacturing the bucket wheel excavator in um in the 1920s. But it didn't come into its own until the 1950s. But it used in mining. You know, we, we, we needed coal to heat our houses, and they needed um, iron ore to build pretty much everything, including Saturn V rockets, mind you. I'm sure there's some iron ore inside those rockets. And the Bob Semple tank is made of ore as well, even though it looks like a, a paper bag.
1: See, it's a very strong paper bag. And it only weighs 25 pounds. 25 right? yeah.
0: pounds? Or oh, sorry, not tons. pounds. Tons. Ah.
1: Sorry. But can yours kill Nazis and fight for the one of the greatest countries ever, New Zealand? Oh, wait a minute. Did this
0: tank actually... If they're in New Zealand, I'm imagining it was involved in the Pacific conflict. I don't think this...
1: No, they sent, the, uh, they sent two to the UK. Yeah, them cool. two they didn't
2: use. Yeah.
1: Let's be you know, they and and then they sent 13 to the U.S. They never really, immediately when the U.K. used it, they said they commissioned it. But, I, I still don't know why. And for some reason the U.S. looked at it once and said this is useless as well. But, I still think that it, it was completely useful. The only people who ever actually used it was Afghanistan and China. China used the uh, Bob Semple tank. Uh, to fight off the Japanese in their war, uh, as well as uh, Afghanistan, who bought a few of their tanks for some reason. But it was useful in so many ways. See, the rocket, you got all that right. Yeah, it does go to space and stuff, but it, it doesn't kill bad people.
0: Let me read you a, a, an article from a blog known as For the Record. He is saying this, this one is a classic and a colossal failure, and the worst tank ever made. Um,
1: well, that's his opinion. My, the, the tank is amazing.
0: Now, he did say it is an, it's an amazing impro- an improvised vehicle. That means that they just had to come up with it on the fly because they didn't have access to proper tank facilities there in New Zealand. And it was built by their Minister of Public Works, and because he, they didn't have a minister of defense, he just decided, well, I'm going to be the minister of defense. And he thought it would be a great idea, um, instead of relying on the British, to make their own armored vehicle. And he says, why, why use cannons when you could just slap a couple of machine guns on top of a Caterpillar tractor?
1: See, he's a genius, because he can make so much of it. And it's so light. It's only 25 tons. What's so wrong about the tank? You know, the Bren
0: machine gun, it was considered a reliable and effective light machine gun that they used in North Africa. But the last thing you'd want on a tank is just six light, reliable machine guns. Because if you're in a tank, are you. I guess maybe you could go, it would be good in assaulting the infantry. But if that tank went up against another tank, I I got a bad feeling that it, it.
1: See, that's it not, not its full it not use. That not out
0: well for the old Bob Semple.
1: This is the Bob Semple tank. It has so much use because you can make so much of it. And who says you can't put a cannon on there? Who says you can't? You could okay. just get a, a, another tractor that's even bigger and then put I, a cannon I said,
2: on said, I said that. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to have Thank a tank... Thank you for man. reminding
1: me, Cletus. Do you know what like, an F1 engine what's is?
2: An F1 engine? What's
0: an F1 engine?
2: It is the engine that the Saturn V had, and you want to know something? You may have your canines and you may have your big ghoul guns, but you know what happens to anyone that is standing under a Saturn V rocket? No. They, they die instantaneously.
0: Do they get liquefied?
2: Ah, uh, the- yeah. Well, we don't talk about what happens. Let's just say them. Let's just say them. Them bodies ain't gonna look the same when they come out. In fact there ain't gonna be nobody.
1: See, but can it actually like?
2: Let's just let's just say it will be a close-casting funeral. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Cletus. Uh, is, uh, has anyone uh, ever stood under a Saturn V rocket? And was anyone Well, unfortunately, felt
2: no one. No one knows because if you stand under a Saturn V rocket, you get disintegrated and you never heard from again. So if you did, no one would know. And the Saturn V program got canned, sailed, as the kids say it nowadays.
1: Interesting, but still, can you mass produce it and can it kill bad yeah, people? Yeah, they,
2: they did mass produce it, and if you stick anyone under it, it gets they get fried.
1: How many were there?
2: How, there was like twenty.
1: Was twenty compared to how much you could make with mine?
2: Yeah, but does yours fly off
1: to outer space? Why do you need to go out of space when you just beat up the bad guys with my tank? How are the bad guys going to harm you when they're on the moon? I, I mean, why me how, that Why one. would they want the moon? Why would they want to go on the moon? It's a Okay, let's say let's say your defense strategy. This is your defense strategy. You
2: roll up all the crap the Criminals of War, right?
1: Yeah.
2: And you put them on a moon rocket and you shoot them in the moon. Interesting. How are
1: they going to attack you? I mean, not, the but the people on the moon are probably going to die because they're going to have to go back to Earth to get food.
2: Yeah, that's just, it's all it's all, it's all fair and love and war or whatever.
1: See, see, here's the thing. Why would you want to go to the moon if you're not going to get any benefit out of it except to put a flag there?
0: I think Besides, what Cleus is saying is that they would send the, the war criminals to the moon and they would leave them there um no matter what
1: see that's just murder uh, It's not murder yeah it is because you're leaving them to die that's true what's the
0: difference between putting the war criminals under the saturn V rocket and just having them melt or having them starve to death on the moon
1: they're both dying either way so that, that's still kind of unfair what would you rather have would you rather go to the moon
2: or get liquefied under a rocket
1: uh, I, I would rather, uh, <laughs> probably get liquefied by a rocket because it's a lot quicker and a lot, ah, I would, a I would lot want
0: painless. Take, I'd want to take my chances on the moon. You know, who knows? It's full of possibilities.
1: So wait, 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 people... wait, wait, wait. Here's, here's the question though. Would you have an air mask? Definitely not. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. The minute, the minute you step out do, of there, do, do you do change your mind now. Uh, uh, I mean, fizzy wig. Well, <laughs> you can have an so air mask?
0: You suffocate, or you get you get roasted. Yeah, uh, you
1: you don't even suffocate. Basically, your innards become your outards. I can your be... Bob Simple Tank do that now? No, but it can shoot people.
0: <laughs> no, no, wait a it's minute. Can your plain old can, firing squad, old fashioned? Can your Bob Simple Tank launch war criminals into space? Is that? No, but it question? can shoot the war criminals. Yeah, that's true. It, it could still, you know what, that is an excellent point. Both a Saturn V rocket and a Bob Simple tank could dispose of war criminals. And I'm going to tell you, my Escavator, bucket excavator. I bet you it can too. It, oh, it, it it has, the bucket excavator, it's got um, giant wheels with 16 buckets on it. So you could dispatch 16 war criminals per second. I don't think you could do that with a Saturn rocket or a uh, Bob Simple tank. Well, I, I guess when we say the definition of the most incredible machine, you know, so one thing about the Saturn V rocket, and I didn't realize this, the Saturn V was launched 13 times from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida, and it never had a loss of crew or payload. And as It was of very efficient. Yeah, it was. And as of 2019, it still remains the tallest, heaviest, and most powerful rocket ever brought to operational status and it holds the record for the heaviest payload launch. When did they retire the Saturn V rocket? What replace why did they ever replace the Saturn V rocket?
2: They were looking for a much cheaper, reusable system. That's uh, the space the space shuttle was like kind of reusable, but nowadays they got them rockets that literally land them sails. Hey, have you seen them? They're just like go <laughs> land on the ground. <laughs> it's very yeah. interesting, Cletus.
0: Yes. Well, I, I want to ask you guys this question. Cletus, you're here in Detroit, right? Yep. So what, did, was it cold this winter? Did you, Was it cold?
2: That, definitely.
0: Okay. So what would happen if you didn't have an excavator to dig up all that coal? You'd freeze to death and be dead right now.
2: We so use natural gas way. to heat our houses. Oh. Okay. It's not the 1800s. Let's
0: see here. Well, your see ancestors here. would never have survived the winter Without the coal from an excavator. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm, sh- I'm
2: sure my ancestors had a, had an excavator. <laughs> I'm sure they did.
0: I'm real. I'm really searching for some facts to make the excavator sound interesting. And and I got to be honest. When I look at the three things, when I look at the Saturn rocket, and I look at a picture of the Bob Semple tank, and I look at a picture of the giant wheel excavator. The excavator looks the coolest, but when you start reading facts about it, it's just kind of boring. But it's very practical. But the then fact.
1: when you when you look at mine, you see how ridiculous it looks, but it's just hiding its all of its potential. See, so I, it's what I think is that, is that my Saturn Five rocket can dig a bigger hole than yours.
0: Oh, than the Faster.
2: excavator? Yeah. Let's say you tip both of them on your side and you fire up the Saturn rocket. Let's get a thing to blow a hole so big.
0: Okay, I'm going to – how big of a hole would a Saturn V rocket leave upon liftoff? That's what I'm, I'm going to type here. It
2: doesn't leave a hole.
0: Well, that's probably because they put it on cement.
2: They also shoot a lot of water at it.
0: Oh.
2: Well, I just found on
0: space.com a, um, an article about the 10 surprising facts about NASA's mighty Saturn V moon rocket. It um, So the first fact is it burned more fuel in one second than Lindbergh used to cross the entire Atlantic Ocean. So not very efficient. It went from paper to design to flight in six years and never had a loss of payload. And only six years they invented that. That's some U.S. ingenuity there. It, it launched Skylab. There, there you go. Um, you can actually see Saturn V in the museum. Oh, you can build your own Saturn V rocket.
2: Oh yeah, I'm sure you can. Out of Lego. See, uh, see. Ha-ha. That's how they get you.
1: See, the, you got you can build all this, but you can build a Bob Simple tank in your backyard. Mine's actually buildable. All you need is a small Ooh. tractor, you just need a bunch of guns, and then all you need is a little bit of metal. Boom, Bob Simple tank. Easy build. Type this in. How much does it
0: cost to build a Bob Simple tank? Um Welcome to building a tank on a budget Looks like you can yep you need to get an old bare bones caterpillar tractor costs about 10 grand. then you need uh, corrugated iron ore and spray paint which costs about two hundred twenty dollars. So the total cost when you add it all up to build a bob simple tank is eleven thousand six hundred and twenty dollars that' sands the guns that's that's
1: not, the gun. that's not a lot I mean you you pay a usual car cost is like around twenty thousand to get a new car. Right? It's only ten, eleven thousand for a Bob Semple tank. Hmm. See, that's where you got the deal. Cause you got you got your you got your tank, right? And you built it. And it can protect you from any invader. What's what's See, a little scary and cheap.
0: What's a little scary is how many people are actually building uh, Bob Semple tanks.
1: See, this is where it comes up because so many people know the Bob Semple is the supreme tank. Oh, out the door with with the
0: six machine guns. They're about fifteen hundred each for nine. It's uh, twenty grand out the door. You can have a fully armed Bob Semple tank.
1: See, that's still as much as a car. So pretty much, you're getting a you're getting a car, but it's also a tank.
0: You know, I got a bad feeling. We're going to be seeing Cletus showing up at the assembly line in his Bob Semple tank. Blowing, but
2: not in standard five.
0: Blowing holes in all of the all of the uh, Japanese cars in the parking lot.
2: Yeah, well, that will yeah. happen.
0: Okay, so Cletus, a Bob Simple tank only costs twenty thousand dollars. How much does it cost?
2: Adjusted for inflation, about one point two billion. To build a really? Well, no, see, that's that's to build one that you
0: have to do research. It's a lot more adjusted to two thousand sixteen Twenty sixteen dollars. It's forty one point four billion dollars. Um, but in terms of an individual launch, um, you'd have to spend an additional $185 to $189 uh, million. Dollars. So that's, it's just slightly higher to build one of those in a Bob Simple Tank.
1: See here, this is – see the price range and its efficiency. You can make so much more out of the Bob Simple Tank, and it's costless. And it costs around like $3 million to make a rocket. And it only brings you the space. And I'm going to say the equipment you need to actually breathe in space is pretty expensive, too. Yeah. When you could actually just build a tank in the backyard for as much as, like, a regular car cost.
0: In case anyone's interested, uh, the bucket wheel excavator costs $100 million.
1: See, obviously, mine is the I, I I think you right. guys are passing up the fact that mine literally goes to the moon.
2: <laughs> what are you going to do
1: when you get there? What are you going to do when you get there, Cletus? What are you going to do? Moon base. I, experiment and stuff. On what? The moon.
2: On what in the moon? The dirt. All right. So, first of all, they did a lot of experiments on the moon. Like, they left the seismic readers to see when meteors are going to read it and how big the readers are. They what, left a, what,
0: what
2: did a seismic a seismic meter to see how big Se- radios are. They collected dirt to see if there was any li- sites of bacteria, so people seeing if there was gonna live there. They saw if there's any water in the center. They figured out its iron contents and other resources, and they figured out it's very rich in platinum. I don't know how factual this is. This is some our yeah. website. So
0: there's, there's no water or bacteria, but it sounds like it's a it's a, it's a literal treasure trove of minerals.
2: Yes. It's also they also figured out how to build a base on it. So a lot of fun things you can do in the moon.
0: Now, I've heard some rumors that there are little green men living
2: Not that in, that's false.
0: In bases inside the that's moon. That's false. So there's a potential danger. If you go to the moon, you could be attacked by uh, aliens.
2: Fuzzy are you a, are are you dumb? <laughs> are you dumber than a bag of biscuits?
0: Well, I I haven't won a debate yet, and I keep coming up with crappers. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I am.
1: See now, obviously, this shows my superiority as a debater here because yeah, you, you, you can build a moon was... base and stuff, but yeah. how much is that going to cost? And are only you going to really it's build that? It's not cost here. Remember what you said last time? Scientific value? Oh, wait, that's what I said. Yeah, that's what you <laughs> said.
0: Yeah, it, you were saying, um, Cletus, if I remember correctly, you were saying that it only applies to a small percentage of the population. Oh, wait,
2: yeah, and Ethan was like, science is important. And science is important. I that's why, that's science why that say important.
1: You said, yes, you did. No, because I I said science wasn't all right. Important. All right, all right. Let's get man. down to the fact here. All yeah. right,
2: let's what? let's set three topics: usefulness, coolness factor, and history factor. Those are our three topics. Well, See,
0: each one each one could have its merits there. Like the bucket excavator is going to be the most practical because it is it's digging up coal minerals and it moves a lot. But it, so is the Saturn V. How much payload three did the Saturn V rocket bring back from the moon? And how much payload does a bucket excavator remove? Three a dudes.
1: Basis? It brought back three dudes. <laughs> Who went up with the rocket, too. They just went to the moon and then came back. They came back in a little box, but so it came you're, back.
0: You're, the same argument could be made, Cletus, for you and your cousin Billy Bob driving up to McDonald's and getting home. It's just if McDonald's was... I think was you guys are missing the fact away. that mine goes to the moon. Now we heard that. We heard that, but that's not practical. No, you wouldn't want why would you what want you, to go? Through? You said it's three, the most incredible. So you had said three factors. You said cool factor, Rocket, death, definitely. Practical, yeah. And then historical. You know, Bob Simple in the Saturn V, you know, you could you could go either way with that one. But Bob Simple is historically known for being a crapper. The Saturn V is cool. Um, and it's very historical
2: okay so. I looked up I looked up what are the most incredible things Cletus, the human race Cletus. have ever accomplished the and middle. the first guy says well we planted a flag on the moon you know what got that flag there sanded rocket
1: Bob Semple <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bob Semple planted a uh, uh, yes okay <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding but anyway um, yeah, it, we planted a flag on the moon. Very, very kind. Whose flag is that? To all those United, Europeans out there. The United States flag. Yeah.
2: yeah who else? Who
1: else is, who else is uh, up there right now? The, Ru- the, the Russians, USSR, Soviet Union. And who else is up there as well? There's uh, uh, there's, a, the there's
2: there's uh, like a few broken Chinese rovers, but that's pretty much it.
0: There's a there's so you're on the moon? telling
1: me it was the greatest moment of all time is when a person went up there. Planted a con- a singular country's flag. You're just not old enough to understand here, boy. Wait a minute. Do you
2: have any idea how I bet you awe-inspiring it was to see some guy say, "Hold on, I got to get my space voice on." It was pretty, it was pretty ragged. So imagine how awe-inspiring it would have been to hear this.
1: One small step, Nikolas. One giant leaf. But mankind. <laughs> Imagine well, how awe-inspiring. Well, how if I heard at. if I heard Cletus, if I if I hear this, one small step for Cletus, and one leap for mankind. I don't think he said that, Cletus. Oh, he did. It just got cut off in the recordings. See, it, was a, Cletus,
2: it was an interruption. All right, I think we should vote. This is getting wait crazy. Wait a
0: minute. Wait a minute. So I I just wanna I wanna put success factors here i want to put the bob simple's Sem- tank record against the record of the saturn 5 so we all know that the saturn 5 had 13 successful missions it brought back all its payload um and people more importantly each time so how um how did the bob simple tank perform in battle
1: i actually got a few numbers here from the chinese front let's see here this is coming from history.com it let, let's see, it says it killed around 300 people on the Chinese front, and it killed nobody on the uh, uh, American front because they dis- uh, decommissioned it when they looked at it, and as well as the UK, nobody. But it did affect the Chinese front with a kill count of 300.
0: So yeah. um, I'm going to have to... Um... Quote a professional here for the simple tank. This is Major General Puttick, who was the chief of New Zealand General Staff. He was an experienced combat veteran who returned from the war, and he had an opinion of this simple uh, the simple tank. So this is this is what he says: the simple the tank was not a stroke of genius on the part of the Minister of Railways, but an honest effort on the part of the military and the public works to create something out of the materials we had at hand and it was made by the will and the consent of the military he said so in an improvisation it's unparalleled uh however they they did do a cartoon in 1941 that actually turned the tank into a laughing stock and it says don't look now but i think there's something following us and uh it, it pointed out a flaw that there is no turret hatch so basically you know you could you could get your head blown off
1: see now that's where it's even more better because somehow it still got 300 kills in battle so I still don't know how this works out so well but still it was efficient and it was made out of the bare minimum parts plus it was effective and it did uh, did it is one of the most lightweight tanks out there it is one of the most cheapest and it was made by one of that's the greatest not a word. ever so most cheapest Man, Thank it you word. for pointing out Cletus.
2: Well, it, it, it must feel bad that I'm smarter than you, but, I mean, that's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so when you were on Mars, uh, Ethan, did you see any Saturn V rockets or simple tanks when you were on your mushrooms?
1: Uh, I did build a simple tank. I'm not on mushrooms! <laughs> I, I did not see any Saturn V rockets.
0: I see. Well... You know the simple tank and the the general excavator has been taking a beating here, but so I want to check one last thing before we get to final arguments. What are the flaws of the Saturn V rocket? I want to well, see if there's I want to see if there's any downsides. Um,
2: expensive and they threw away a lot of parts. Oh, now's our well. downsides. It was zero percent reusable.
0: Oh yeah, so that um, there was only two engine malfunctions. That had no impact on the mission. Yep, yep. It was very expensive, and and it was a great loss of materiel. It says. So, but I guess as far as incredible machine goes, I think um, I think uh, we've made our point that the bucket, the giant wheel bucket excavator, is hands down the best, uh, the most incredible machine.
1: Uh, no, I still feel like the Bob Semple, of course, has its uh, uh, more efficient ability here. Plus, it actually was effective in battle. Unlike the uh, Saturn rocket, which just put a man who put a flag on the moon. Uh, they did it like eight times, though. Yeah, and they're all American flags.
0: I, I don't think a Saturn V was built for battle, though. I think it was built specifically, as he, as uh, Ronald Reagan said, to put a man on the moon.
1: Yeah, It was designed... Compared- Compared- Compared to the achievements of the Bob Semple tank, I feel like uh, just putting a man on the moon is, is a lot dumber. Because I literally just looked up the biggest tank. the biggest achievements of
2: all mankind, and one of them just so happened to be putting a man on the moon. That's
1: just communist lies. Kill, um, killing,
0: killing 300 Chinese is not on the list of the greatest thing I've ever done by men.
1: Believe it or not, it is not. No, oh, no, it didn't kill Chinese. The Chinese used it to kill Japanese.
2: Oh I'm sorry about that.
0: Yes. The, I got, typically, I gotcha.
1: typically
2: warfare and killing people isn't really great for the human race. That's I know, but it kinda helps, leaves us like a helped, bad rep.
1: It, it helped the Chinese defend themselves from the warmongering Japanese back then. Now now that now they're good, but make those trucks Cletus hate so much. <laughs> but still anime. it was effective. Yeah, I just can't believe that
0: um... You know, New Zealand was out lending these tanks out. They they had to improvise to make them, and then they were lending them out to the Chinese, and some wound up in Britain. And, I mean, didn't we have you better know. tanks than have to, you know, deal with um, scrap parts slapped together by New Zealanders?
1: See, yeah, this is the New Zealanders. They knew what they were doing. They're saying, all right, let's think here. Well, I, I've got $3 million to build that. What do I got here? I got a tractor. I got some metal parts, and I got some rifles. All right. Let's put a tank together. Boom! Bob sample tank. Cheap, <laughs> effective, and easy use. Compared to the rocket, it's completely way better. Way more. Is that more your effective. final final argument? Yes, that is my final argument. I guess we'll go on to Fizzywig now with his final argument. I'm just gonna say the
0: giant bucket wheel excavator. Dig it, baby. Dig it. That's it.
1: That's a bad pun, but okay. What
2: about you, Cletus? Alright, well, I just want to I just want to leave this so you guys you guys can ponder this for a little bit here. I'm just going to leave you with a I'm just going to leave you with a with more of just like a generalized statement. Bob Take killed 300 poor Japanese folks and was an improvised weapon battle. And the uh, the the excavator well, dug up a lot of coal. It did. It it dug up a lot of coal. I'll tell you that. The the only thing the Saturn 5 managed to do was put 36 people on the moon. I, I, I think it's a clear winner here. I, obviously, the it's the, simple Bob simple Tank, Tank. the Bob Simple Tank. The Bob Simple Take is a lot better here, folks.
0: It <laughs> seems seems simple enough to me. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, you know, it's your your turn to Fizzy Wig.
0: Oh no, I already stated my final argument. With with my final argument, I just created a slogan. Dig it.
1: Oh. <laughs> sorry I forgot it was so bad that I, I completely <laughs> forgot it. I completely forgot about the joke let's get out of voting procedure here uh so I'll, I'll give you the rules one more time before we go each of us uh, we each get one vote um, we cannot vote for ourselves and that's pretty much it yeah so first we'll start off with Cletus
2: Bob simple tank excavators dumb sorry but it, it's just boring I would obviously pick the Saturn V rocket because it's the most incredible machine. And there's literally no arguing that you can. All right. On to Fizzywig.
0: Um well this is this is kind of interesting because I gotta vote between the, the Bob Simple Tank or the Rocket. Yeah, I gotta say the the most incredible machine, the, the track record of the Saturn V rocket is, is incredible all by itself, even though it, it just brings people to the moon. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to vote for the Saturn Five rocket.
1: Ah, dang. Well, as much as I love love tractors very much, I, I still feel the Saturn Five rocket does a little bit more. And than... Cletus wins again. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Cletus. Why did you not I vote know. for the Bob Semple tank? It's so much more useful than the Saturn Five rocket. I...
0: I, you know, I, w- I, actually might build a Bob Simple tank. It's, it's so cheap and it's kind of cool. But man, most incredible machine is Cletus. Cletus did. Cletus found a good one. The Saturn V is hard to hard to top. Ah, uh, dang. Cletus was really over the moon about that rocket. Let me tell you.
2: Man, you're really bad with them pumps. All right, we gotta get we gotta get the funny question, boys. But well, before we get to that,
0: Cletus, um, we have to do our official tally. Gentlemen's Debate Tally through Episode 7. Cletus has taken the lead with three victories. Ethan has two victories. And I still have zero.
1: <laughs> well, alrighty then. I guess we will go on to I Have a Funny Question.
0: Mr. Zuckerberg, would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Um, (laughs) uh, no. You drank on weekdays, yes or no? Uh, In the summer, when we went over to Timmy's house on July 1st, that would indicate yes. Yes, in other words, that, that July 1st reference to skis, went over for skis, that's brew skis, correct? And after Tobin- Sir, sir, I just need a yes or no. That brewskis, right? Well, I need to explain in context. I'm not a fan of the government doing anything. But I've gotta ask, why
2: isn't the government doing anything? Maybe this ag jobs bill would help. I don't know. Like most members of Congress, I haven't read it.
0: And now, onto the final segment of the program. I have a funny question.
1: On to the final segment of today. Um, A quick one. I have a funny question. The uh, question for today, which our co-hosts do not know, um, and I am the only one who knows, is, if you were a robot, what would be the best thing about being a robot?
0: Interesting.
1: Quite.
0: Cletus, you still there? Yep. That's a good question. What would be... What would be the coolest thing about being a robot?
1: You asking me? I don't know. I don't, I'm not a robot. So let's start off with Fizzy Wing because we started off with Cleus first. And I'm still a bit angry that my Bob Semple did win.
0: <laughs> well, if I were a robot, I, I would think the coolest thing about being a robot would be immortality. I imagine that you could live forever as a robot. You know, you just, you just go on forever. I guess immortality could be a blessing or a curse.
1: I I I always felt like immortality could be like really bad, so I never really I never really liked the idea of it. But I mean I mean that's a that's a plus you could always say. Anyway, um, I guess we'll go on to Cletus for his opinion on this too. Well, I just probably just muck
2: around. I'd sneak up on people and go beep beep boop bop, and
1: get them all scared. So you'd be like. What was that? Was that? Was that robot called from that one Star Wars? That Disney movie? I forget what it was called.
2: Star I think it was Wars? called
1: Star. Yeah, that that one. You mean R two D two? Nah, no C three P o because he's the he's the annoying one. R two D two is cool. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Well, Cletus, is that the so you're saying the coolest thing about being a robot would be scaring people? Of all this cool things you could do, like you came up with a Saturn V rocket as a robot, you could you know, you could have like rocket feet and you could go to the moon just by yourself. You wouldn't even need a rocket.
2: Yeah, but what's the point of going to the moon? I'll eventually
0: do that. You know? If you're immortal as a robot, you could go to the moon. You actually could go anywhere in the universe because you'd be immortal. You just you'd take your time getting there, but so so Ethan, what is what do you think the coolest thing about being a robot would be?
1: Um if I'm gonna be honest, uh I, I, I kind of get confused what they always mean by like robots. So if is it artificial intelligence or just robot?
0: Well, I think you asked us you're you're the one that asked the question, but um I think I, you're I always... saying if we were a robot, so I'm assuming our brain would be inside of the robot, you know, oh, so then we'd, we'd still yeah. it'd still be us, but we'd just be a robot.
1: You know, uh, I would, metal. Yeah, I would not like the mortal immortality aspect of that. I feel like mort- <laughs> immortality is a terrible thing because you would basically have to uh, live out your entire life in a, in a state where you just watch everything slowly. Yeah, but anyway, kind of like um, I elves topic.
0: in Lord of the Rings. Remember, um, uh, Arwen was worried that you know uh, Aragorn would die and she'd live on forever and. And, and you got to admit, at some point, the human race is probably going to burn itself out. So there'd be no people left, and you'd still be here, you know, just flying around in your Saturn V rocket.
1: I, I feel that that wouldn't be very fun, that you basically be wandering around an existence where you'd be stuck there forever. But
2: the so cool thing about
1: it is I could break stuff. Do you have any idea how strong I would be? I could go around breaking anything I want. I just like throw people in the air, you know. I, I could go to those go to the carnival, you know. You know that you got to be a strong man guy with the hammer. I could win that with my hand. I'd be a <laughs> robot. I could get all them stuffed yeah. animals.
0: Well, I guess you got to be careful though, because you don't want the military to cut. You don't want it to be like the U.S. Army against you as a robot. You know, you still got to stay within the confines of the law.
1: Oh yeah, of course. I, I mean, that's why I'm going to go to the carnival. I'm still going to pay.
0: You know what I was just thinking would be cool, and kind of to the to the strength thing, as a robot, you could go places that nobody else could go. Like, you could go to the top of Mount Everest, or you could go all the way to the bottom of the ocean and walk around and see what's going on down there. You, you could literally go places where humans couldn't.
1: Yeah. See, that's what's so fun about it. <clears throat> I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with that, going you, going wherever you want. You could
0: even go to Cletus's house, and you'd be safe.
1: I, I currently I'm on Mars though, so I, I don't know. Uh, maybe I, right. maybe maybe I could have a like a could fly over there. I, I don't know.
0: Robots robots uh, wouldn't be able to have hallucinations from mushrooms, so that's that would be a downside. I don't
1: see what you mean by hallucinations <laughs> from mushrooms. I still I, I still don't understand.
0: So I I have a question for Cletus. Cletus, are are you a robot? Yep. <laughs> now. Cletus, I know one one thing you said uh, last week. You were worried about robots taking over your job. So, do you, do you feel like the coolest thing about being a robot is you would take your own job away from you? What did you say? I said, so Cletus, on the last episode, you said that um, you were worried about a robot taking over your job. Your boss said, you know, if you don't if you if you don't do better, a robots going to take over your job. So, wouldn't a cool thing about being a robot is you could take over your own job from yourself?
2: Uh, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, uh, I guess this concludes our debate then.
0: Yeah, I, I really brought, I kind of depressed this a little bit by saying if I was a robot, it'd be cool to be immortal, but that that would be depressing. We, We can't end on a depressing note, uh, so I'll just say this one last cool thing about being a robot. You could, you know, you could, like, um your chest would be hollow and you could just, you could just store your lunch right inside your chest, you, you know, just eat. like the, oh, That's sorry. true. You could eat anything. You could eat bolts. You could eat, um, you could, you could eat uh, a stick of dynamite. I,
1: I, I, guess this basically concludes, uh, today's, uh, topic. Um, it seems we've gotten some reviews. Um, Fizzy yes. Week, Why don't you read them for today? Sure.
0: Yeah. We got two reviews on iTunes, uh, and keep them coming. But, Uh, We got one from uh, Carrie Ann, and this is on iTunes. Five-star review. We love five-star reviews. Uh, The the review says, funny and educational. Keep it clean. My son loved the fruit war. That's from Carrie Ann. And then the second review we got from Zerilli Like Music, another five-star review, and it says, stop arguing politics on social media and listen to real debates. This podcast is a fun and interesting and safe to let your kids listen to except in cletus when he has his bad days what fun so thank you very much for those two reviews we we appreciate it and keep the reviews coming
1: thank you guys so much for the uh feedback we have got from you as well as keep leaving reviews uh we very much like them well um this pretty much concludes our podcast i guess any last words uh yep cletus out sorry guys i got work to do like a good
2: person Sorry, gotta go. Bye. Cletus. Love you. <laughs> All, right. All right, Cletus, on the fizzy wig.
0: Well, um, interesting debate today. I've, you know, you know what, Ethan, I've got to up my game. I've, I've, I've kind of uh, last couple of weeks, I've, I've come up uh, short here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. really for next week's topic, I'm gonna bring my A game. I'm gonna win a debate.
1: You're gonna bring your Bob Simple tank. I'm
0: gonna <laughs> bring my Bob Simple game. I'm gonna just improvise and make uh, make my argument out of spare parts, but um, See,
1: that, that's the right thinking there.
0: Yeah but thanks once again for having me, Ethan. Uh, it was a good good debate as always, and uh, this is fizzywig signing off.
1: All right, so keep leaving reviews. Uh, we very much like them. Also, if you wanna suggest anything, uh, you got any topic ideas, you can suggest it to our Twitter page, which is hashtag Gen or you could. Suggest it to our Facebook, which is also Gentleman Debate. If you like to email us, or as we like to call it, the Gmails, Gentleman Debate at Gmail.com. We're still coming out with an Instagram. Is that help yet? Uh, we're still working on that. Yeah, we're, we're still, still working, working on. on Instagram. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get it up, get up to you guys. Out. Yep. So, yeah, uh, if you guys like the podcast, you can like us on iTunes or give us a review, like we said before. We really appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, I guess I'll see you guys next week. Today's music was brought to you by Musicians of Marlboro, like the Cigarette Company.
2: And you can find them on freemusicarchive.org Org Org stands for Organization. Just Just to let you guys know.